or this is for the purpose that I can listen, go through it. Today I'm going to be reading from Psalm 23, a very familiar psalm. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Psalm 23 is probably the most well-known and beloved of all the 150 psalms. We do not know exactly when this psalm was written, but most believe it was written when David was growing old and approaching death. When you read this psalm, it is very evident that David viewed death as well as life and found comfort in several ways that I think can comfort our hearts today. I want to take just a moment to share with you a few things from this passage that I believe can bring comfort to your heart, just as it did David's when he wrote it. The blessings of the past. Verses 1 and 2 say, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. When you read the psalm, you do not get past the first two verses before you are made aware that as David looked back over the past of his life, he could not help out, help but remember and recall all of the blessings that God had poured into his life. Family, my family, I want you to do that today. You see, I pray that in spite of the sadness that we will all and we will all allow the sadness not to rob us of the memories and the blessings that we've enjoyed as a family. Joanne would have wanted you to do this. You know, she was a loving person who would want to be remembered for the good things, the good times that have been shared. I know that there were some times that were hard and sometimes that were even really great. No matter what, they are memories of her. She was interested in people's lives. She was an artist in her way. She loved giving you gifts that you never knew you wanted. There may be things you think about that are hard for you to think about. Frustration, anger, impatience. All of those things can exist together with good memories. Today you may have emotions that are in conflict with each other. You may feel lost, you may feel relief. You may feel guilt for feeling that. Emotions are natural, but it's what we do with those emotions that are unnatural and can harm us. Today, I, I can give you permission. Can I do that? Can I give you permission to feel what you need to? You know, God is big enough for all of our concerns and our questions. Today, you may remember the past and think of good and hard times. Be ready for mixed emotions and know that that's okay. I know that the family has been more focused on the here and now. We've had a lot to do, a lot of busyness outside of just this one 
circumstance that we face. So today, right now, let's set aside time. Let's let memories come and be comfort. Memories. Memories of Aunt Joanne is part of my life now. Let those memories be a comfort. You see, all in all, there's a lot to be thankful for and a lot to be comforted by. But I want, I wouldn't be doing my job very well if I didn't point out one very important to bring more comfort than anything else can. Your life ought to be comforted by realizing that above all and everything else, Joanne had a relationship with the Lord Jesus. Of all the decisions she made in life, the most important and significant one is when she opened her heart to Jesus and embraced him and trusted him as Savior and Lord. So even though you sit here in sadness, don't allow, don't allow that sadness to rob you of the blessings of the past. I believe with all my heart that as David penned these words, he began by recounting the blessings of the past. You should do the same thing. I have only touched on a few of these things, but we are a wonderful, loving, and close family, and our hearts are filled with wonderful memories, and nothing can take that away. Most importantly, the psalmist said that the Lord is my shepherd, and Jesus, as God was David's shepherd, he also wants you He wants to shepherd you and I right now in our pain. And the question may may be asked, why am I still here when she is gone? But I think the true question that I hope we would ask, is the Lord my shepherd? Is the Lord my shepherd? You know, the burdens of the present is seen in verses four through five. As I read the Psalm, I realized David was not only comforted by the blessings of the past, he was also comforted in the midst of burdens of the present. Listen to the verses. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. You know, the burdens, the pains, the illness, the trials, the tribulations, and the sufferings of life are equal to all of us. If you live long enough, it is not a matter of if, but when those things will visit your life. You know, some so-called preachers today would try to suggest that we have enough faith, we'll be happy, and all that. But as I read the Bible, I find that some of God's choice servants experience some of the greatest sufferings. For example, think of Job in the midst of having lost everything except for his life. He said, though he, talking about God, slay me, yet I will trust him. His faith saw him through. How do you explain those kinds of mysteries? 
How do you explain when good people suffer? Maybe the poet said it best. Listen to this. My life is but a weaving between my God and me. I may not choose the colors. He knows what they should be. For he can view the pattern upon the upper side, while I can see it only on this, the underside. Sometimes he weaves in sorrow, which seems so strange to me. But I will trust his judgment and work on faithfully. Tis he who fills the shuttle. He knows just what is best. So I will weave in earnest and leave with him the rest. At last, when life has ended, with him I shall abide. Then I may view the pattern upon the upper side. Then I shall know the reason why pain with joy entwined was woven in the fabric of life that God designed. David said, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, your rod and staff, they comfort me. I pray that even in the midst of the burdens of the present, you will feel the comfort of the Lord in knowing Joanne was never forsaken and the Lord was with her. The blessings of the future. I want you to, I want to close by sharing with you one of the things that I think should bring you comfort today. And that is the thoughts of the bliss of the bliss and the bliss and the blessings of the future. Listen to how David described it. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Let me let us not lose sight of the reward of our faith today. A faith in Jesus Christ who died on a cross for our sins so that we didn't have to feel these pains without hope. Because if you fill them today without hope, you don't have a hope for eternity. Joanne decided to accept Jesus as her savior years ago. And it is her faith. A home not made with hands is what she had a faith in. We know the Bible tells us that it's it's to be true. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. We believe the Bible when it says, For me to live is Christ, to die is gain. We are sure because of faith that the Bible is true when it says we pass from death into life and life eternal. Because of our faith in Christ, it's not vain. We believe Joanne is more alive today than she ever has been. And is is waiting on us. With that great cloud of witnesses the Bible describes, he will continue to encourage you each step of the way. The impact and influence of his life, of the impact and influence of her life on yours will extend like concentric circles all the way to the shores of eternity. Yes, there is a better day coming. We are still waiting for it. While Joanne has already experienced it.
Listen to how John describes it in the in Revelation chapter 21 verses 1 through 7. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth have passed away. Also, there was no more sea. Then I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. And God himself will be with them and be their God. And God will wipe away every tear from their eye. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying, and there shall be no more pain. For the former things have passed away. Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he has said to me, Write for these words are true and faithful. And he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give of the fountain of the water of life freely to him who, thr- who thrusts. He who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. I want to close with this final sh- poem. Oftentimes the day seems long, our trials hard to bear. We're tempted to complain, to murmur, and despair. But Christ will soon appear to catch his bride away. All tears forever over in God's eternal day. Sometimes the sky looks dark with not a ray of light. We're tossed, driven on, no human help in sight. But there is one in heaven who knows our deepest care. Let Jesus solve your problem. Just go to him in prayer. Life's day will soon be over, all storms forever past. We'll cross the great divide to glory safe at last. We'll share the joys of heaven, a harp, a home, a crown. The tempter will be banished. We'll lay our burdens down. We'll be worth it all when we see Jesus. Life's trials will seem so small when we see Christ. One glimpse of his dear face, all sorrow will erase. So bravely run the race till we see Christ.